Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. Do you ever get the feeling that it's all a bit too much? Well, today Dan and Lloyd are talking the stresses and strains of the workplace, the adverse effects that they can have, and most importantly, what you can do to help control them. What do you class as stress? Well, I think as a definition, I would call stress as a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Now, Dan and Lloyd are no strangers to a bit of stress. And while there's no black and white solution to just magically make it go away, there are measures you can take to make it a bit more manageable. But everyone will have stressful situations, so I guess just embrace them and know, I'm going to learn from this, and next time, even if this goes tits up, I'm going to learn and improve for next time. So what are the actions you can take starting today to help bring down those stress levels? Stay tuned and find out. Right, let's get stuck in. Deep breaths, everyone. This is episode 66 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. How do you deal with stress at work, Dan? Well, I'd actually like to take the opportunity to turn this on to you, Lloyd, um, because recently I think you've dealt with stress really well, which is why I came up with this podcast topic. Um, Nice. But no, I think uh, observing you, I tend to observe you a lot, Weird. And I think you observe mm-hmm. me when we're just when we're in our day to day. And I think recently we've had some stressful situations and I've just watched how you've dealt with it. And I thought you've obviously got some kind of process. I don't even know if you've thought about the process, but mm. you're doing certain things that make you look like you're good at dealing with stress. And I thought yeah. the listeners mm. may want to understand that. Very, very important that you said it makes it look like I'm good at dealing <laughs> with stress. Yeah. So I can go through lots of techniques of how to the outside world I can look like I'm dealing with things <laughs> yeah. very well. Um, well, yeah, no, th- thank you, firstly, because mm. I feel like that was a very positive uh, start to the podcast towards me. Yeah. That's nice. But that's how, I mean... Brotherly that, love on that, a Thursday morning, if you're a big fan and listening as soon as it comes out. That's why, um, that's how we come up with these podcast topics. We look at what's going on in our, like, in real life that, that people can learn from. So, um, so yeah, diving straight into it, mm. I want to know, what causes stress for you? And actually, you know, what, what, is, what do you class as stress? Well, I think as a definition, I would call stress as a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. Did you just come up with yeah. that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that, so that's, that's an official definition that I've looked really? at. But oh. yeah, yeah, I know, surprise, it sounded so natural. Um, but I've thought... I, I actually have thought about stress a lot because I think about everything mm. and my brain never stops. But also, I was trained in my early 20s by the most stressful job I think that could ever exist in the world ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, in my early 20s, worked at a language school. I think oh, I, 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 think I was literally 20 at the time, maybe 21, and suddenly was thrown into this thing of, right, uh, you have to live at this school. Yeah. Uh, there are 300 children. <laughs> Make sure they're safe. Um, training? No, 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 no training. Just, just make sure they're all safe. And uh, also, you have to arrange them to go to London twice a week uh, with a few adults, a handful of adults, and try and make sure they don't all die. Um, that sounds pretty stressful. Yeah, yeah, and do that for eight weeks. Mm. So, yeah, I was, I was thrown into a situation that I wasn't qualified for, wasn't trained for, and 
had children's safety at the core of what <laughs> I was responsible horrible. for. That sounds horrible. So I, I really had, I was thrown in at the deep end <laughs> when it comes to stress at work. Mm. Um, we, yeah, and that, that, if I'm honest, that was horrible, a horrible experience. But um, I think it's, it kind of sped up my, uh, my learning of how to <laughs> yeah. deal with stress. But my, for me, stress, I've, I've tried to analyze this and stress occurs for me when things that are seemingly outside of my control are taking my plans or my goals off course, basically. Mm, that's a really good way of so looking that's, at it. So that's what I've noticed is when I feel stressed. So Because I think if, you're, if you feel in control, even if things are going off course from what you want to happen mm. and you're in control, I think the stress isn't there because you think, well, I'll just change what I'm doing mm. and that'll be fine. I think it's when things feel out of your control and that might be in a workplace, I don't have enough time to make this thing come happen. back on course. I'm, mm. I'm capable, but I don't have enough time. Or it might be, I've been given this authority and the, or this responsibility, mm. but either I don't know how to deal with it, or even though I'm responsible, I mm. haven't been given the tools to deal with it. Do you think you're good at dealing with stress? Um, I would say yes, actually, now. Mm. Now I do. Uh, still definitely not perfect and need to improve, but there's definitely things that i've developed in myself to be better at it mm. um but yeah definitely can still improve because uh, to be completely honest so i'm not going going to go into details of this but had fairly stressful situation at work over the last couple of weeks um and i have still felt stressed so i suppose mm. if you're perfect to do with stress i would just do whatever i do and go yeah all right yeah, yeah. and i haven't been but i know i've mm. been much better than i would have been um i do do you think like i'm thinking stress is generally known as a, is like a negative thing because mm. i don't want to get stressed but i think sometimes stress can be good to make you progress what you're doing and improve what you're doing and better yourself i 100 percent <laughs> agree so stress can be a good thing and i suppose that's like all of our human behavior so you know pain is a good thing because it makes you take your hand out the fire do you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean so stress i think can be a really positive thing at a low level because it yeah. wakes you up and so i said i feel stressed when things are seemingly outside of my mm. control the word seemingly i noticed that word um, <laughs> was because actually sometimes you feel like things are out of your control but if you focus on it you're like oh i can deal with this mm. so um yeah i think stress can be good to give you that wake up call of oh shit, I need to do something here. Mm. Like, this is in my control. I can change it and then yeah. I won't feel stressed. I think too much stress yeah. is never good. It's, you just can't deal with it. And I think that the two sides of, if things are in your control, mm. I think you can stop stress by taking action. Don't procrastinate. Yeah. Um, focus on this and make sure you mm. deal with it. And I, I think the challenge is, if you realise that actually it is outside of your control. It's like, it reminds me of like at uni when you've got a deadline looming, where it's like you need to get this project in. It gets more stressful the closer to the deadline, but you are in control because you just got to actually do the work and then you're all right. Yeah. But it still feels stressful because you leave it so, or like traditionally students leave it so late and then, yeah, not me obviously. I, I, I definitely did that. So you're creating your own stress. So you might feel if you're giving your stress a score, <laughs> or I'm 32 out of 100 for this deadline I've got for this uni yeah. thing. Uh, and then you don't do any work for a week <laughs> and you go, oh, I'm 74 stressed. Are you describing your university yeah. life? Yeah, and then it gets to less than 24 hours and you haven't even started it. And you go, and then you <laughs> I'm 98 and um, my heart's beating so fast and I'm panicking so much, I'm going to start. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So yeah, you definitely, mm. I think, by mm. procrastinating or not dealing with it, yeah. your stress can be increased. What do you think the signs are? That you, I know it sounds like a stupid question, mm -hmm. but what are the signs that you're stressed? Like, can, how I, do you know when you're stressed? I can tell you my experience. Yeah, go on. Um, I lay in bed at night thinking about things that I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm laying in bed thinking about budgets or how the team are going to spend their time mm. uh, in my bed, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed that shows it's a stress because I'm not... Normally, I can control my thoughts and go, right, I'm at mm. work. I'm going to think about this stuff now. Mm. Right, I'm with my family. I'm going to think about mm. my family. I think if things are creeping into your mind when they shouldn't be, that's a sign. Mm. Also, my... I, I feel my chest getting tight and my heart rate increasing. Oh, wow. When I think about things. It's like an actual physical response to mm -hmm. your stress. And I'd say the final thing that I have felt is my not being able to feeling like there's so much I need to think about that my brain can't actually focus on something because I'm just so all yeah, over yeah. the place. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Oh, well, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure listeners can relate, though. Everyone gets stressed. Like, mm. I don't never met anyone that doesn't get stressed. How do you feel when you get stressed? Do you, because you, you seem surprised about my physical. Um, I, uh, I go kind of foggy headed and tunnel visioned and not just rubbish, basically. Oh, tunnel vision is a big mm. thing for you, isn't it? Yeah. I go, I go even more tunnel vision. So if, if, for example, there's this stressful thing happening in this one channel of, at work, I'll go tunnel vision on trying to solve that and just spend ages trying to do that. Forget everything else in life. Like mm. fiance, don't give her attention, yep. hates me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> other things in life, like no, nothing, I need to fix this thing. Mm. When really what you're good at is taking an initial action to kind of park that and solve, mm. uh, you know, set up the actions to solve that, then do everything else. But I kind of struggle to focus on other yeah, things. Yeah, I suppose actually your tunnel vision thing is a positive thing at first because you're like, like, let's focus on dealing with this. Mm. But you can then probably get stressed yeah. about other things in because you're putting off. But I think I'm, thing. by observing you and learning from you, I'm getting better at that. And also mm. feedback from you saying, stop doing that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing that rubbish mm. thing again. So, um, but I want to know, so let's actually start to get into some practical, I, I'm actually genuinely yeah. interested in understanding mm -hmm. how you deal with stress. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about, is there a way you can break it down or like a process you go through? Or if this stressful thing happens, do you like have steps you go through? Yeah, I definitely do. Mm. So I have, tell me, I have things that prevent me getting as stressed. And I also have uh, things that when I, when I feel out of control and I am feeling stressed, I have ways I can stop Ooh. feeling the symptoms. I'm really interested to hear this. So, Go on. Um, should, which, which ones would you like should to Should you start first? with preventative stuff? Because okay, that's like stuff. before so, you're stressed. This is chilled um, vibes. One thing I definitely do a lot, and I have been doing this week, reflecting on similar um, times I've been stressed in the past and, and kind of reflecting on the fact it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah because yeah when you're in the now um and you're stressed about something it feels like the biggest thing in the world mm -hmm. you know like when when you break up with a partner mm. if you ever have i never i've never had any <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, obviously at that moment it feels like your world has ended like mm. that's the worst that it, you know if someone breaks mm. up with you and you didn't want it to end um but then when you look back on 10 years ago when someone broke up with you, you go, stupid. <laughs> well, I was upset. Actually, <laughs> that person was an absolute bullbag. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in a, in a work context, so I, there's been times I've been stressed and I can look back and I think this sounds weird 
and morbid and I don't know, like I think too much, but realizing that very little actually matters. Yeah. So in in your in the big picture thing of your whole life and the world and and the people you love, there's not much that actually matters. Mm. <laughs> like if I said now to you, "Fuck off, I'm not doing the podcast." Oh, oh, I don't think I've said that on the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe bleep that. That um, if I said, "Go away," <laughs> I'm not doing the podcast. I can't be asked. Yeah. Like right now, it would seem like this big thing of like, why is Lloyd being such mm. a weird person? Mm. But in six months, we just began. Do you remember that weird day? <laughs> yeah. where, you, where you just told us all to go away, but in a more yeah. harsh way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very strange example. But yeah. the things that matters, mm. that really matter, are you being happy and healthy, and your family being happy and so healthy. So just remember, next time you so, get stressed, remember that probably is insignificant in the wider. Exactly. I think scheme of looking things. back and going, oh yeah, I've done this before. And now, in reflection, that didn't even matter. I mm. shouldn't have been stressing out about that. So that's very good at yeah. preventing you feeling that way. Um, also, perspective. So reflecting on how fortunate you are in general. Mm. Like, I'm happy and I'm healthy. Are my You've big things food I focus and water on? And yeah, exactly. Too shelter. much food. Too yeah. much food. <laughs> um, so uh, that's good. But the kind of active things dealing more dealing with the symptoms mm. i suppose that i do so because that's mm. that's quite fluffy and it's about and, and I, it definitely helps so mm. do it if you're listening and you're stressed but that's quite oh reflect on this and yeah, feel yeah, happy yeah. it sounds it's a bit a bit wishy washy whereas um so i do a thing where i'm laying in bed when i'm stressed and i'm uh thinking about you all here at work yeah uh and planning what, things the and all the, yeah um and so my heart's racing. I'm thinking about, oh, how is Pat's time going to be allocated next week? <laughs> He's got too much work to do. How are we going to deal with this? Yeah. Um, Pat doesn't want me thinking about him when I'm in bed. <laughs> I don't so, know why. That's slightly weird. So um, <laughs> I do two things. So please don't think I'm weird, listeners. Yeah. One is something uh, to help me get to sleep and stop thinking about weird shit. Drink loads? No, no. <laughs> okay. that's, I tried that. Um, and it's a technique I read in a book, and I think it's from the military. Mm. Um, and it's um, you basically, it's a way apparently, like if you're in a trench, you know, yeah. if you're basically in a war and someone's like, right, you get some rest, but there's still like bullets flying over yeah, your yeah. head. You're in this crazily yeah. crazy environment and you need a way to quickly get some rest yeah. otherwise you're just not going to sleep yeah. and then you're going to be screwed so go through a process where i start from the in the the center of my body and relax everything and gradually relax everything going to my fingertips and mm. my toes and like all the muscles in your face and you focus on relaxing i guess everything. also thinking about that makes you stop thinking about anything else because yeah. you're like i'm relaxing my shoulder blades yeah, now exactly in oh. the uh, Listeners probably think I'm absolutely mental that I do this. No, I kind of get it. But for me, I can fall asleep in about three minutes if I do that. Mm. And I know it works. So if your brain's racing, stressing you out, thinking mm. about other stuff. Try that. You can do that. Nice. Um, another thing that I do, weirdly, <laughs> is uh, it started that I start, I meditated when I was, I got into meditation when I was stressed app, at some point. Um, but now I've developed a technique which I just, oh, this sounds so crazy. So you close your eyes and you're thinking, what's Pat going to do on Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Or, um, you know, all oh, that budget's not going to stretch far enough for yeah. that client to be happy. Yeah. Um, and so I just try and think of absolutely nothing. Mm. And uh, if, you've, if you've 
meditated before you probably get this but maybe not if you haven't try and clear your brain from any thoughts at all mm. and then if a if a thought enters your brain suddenly it goes pat's got too much work yeah then in my head it's good no thank you and i as <laughs> but, soon as any no any type of thought like in my brain i just say no thank you and then you clear your brain again and you keep doing it, it sounds mental <laughs> yeah but it works and eventually you say no enough and you clear your brain from any thoughts and then you're just relaxed and you fall wow. asleep. And, yeah. I kind of want to try sounds it. Sounds weird, isn't it? Things that sounds like... No, thank you. <laughs> you know when people say, that's like people say, don't think of a pink elephant. And you, can't. And you think of a pink elephant. Yeah. But if you're saying, uh, well, you, it must work. You've said it works. That's but, the thing. But, no, thank you. But pre previously, <laughs> I've been laying in bed thinking, don't think about that client budget that you're concerned oh, okay. about. Yeah. And then obviously your brain's going... What, that client budget? You don't think about that? <laughs> that you're concerned about. <laughs> but if you just get there, thank you. And clear it. It takes some practice. Yeah. But anyway, that's something I deal with the symptom of when your brain's race. Because it doesn't mm. help if you're thinking about things that you you don't want to be. Yeah. It just gets you more and more stressed. I might just use that technique if when you're speaking to me and I don't want to speak <laughs> yeah. to you. No, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, cool. These are some really practical things. I'm loving this. How do you do you deal? Because I, I feel like that's very strange. But do you deal with stress in a more normal way? I've got a few things. But again, I'm not the be The way I do deal with stress is a number of things. So the first thing, um, similar to you, I put things into perspective and try and uh, show some gratitude and think for like, what, think about, does this really matter um, in the grand scheme of things? Yeah. Um, because previously I didn't do that. And I'd think it was, you know, the world's going to end and all that kind of thing. So same first step that perspective thing of understanding mm. that doesn't really matter and i shouldn't be feeling this negative about that yeah second step is it's more of a thing you do after you've been stressed um through experience when you experience more stressful situations you start to get better at dealing with them and you think this happened once before when an actor didn't turn up to a shoot or you know this sales deal didn't come through and i thought it was going to come through um, so knowing that that happens and then being able to think, what did I do last time and how would I improve that? Mm. That like reflection of... That's interesting, actually. So actually exposing yourself to stressful situations in a controlled way then makes you better prepared for the next yeah. one. I suppose, like I said, of my thrown in the deep end when I was 20. Yeah, you're like, then I can deal with anything. Then seem like all right. I yeah. was like, you know, that kid was in an ambulance and he was all right. Yeah. And I think, I guess the, the only action step for that is just have be in more stressful situations which sounds stupid great tip i'm sure the listeners are, are no, looking forward to but that everyone will have stressful situations so i guess just embrace them and know mm -hmm. i'm gonna learn from this and next time even if this goes tits up i'm gonna learn and improve for next time i suppose that's important because i i had this i have this whole spe perspective of it doesn't matter the reality is like it doesn't matter as in you're not gonna die yeah but you do have, you know, at work, you do have goals and you want to progress. Or there's going to be consequences. Mm. So I suppose it's the balance of realizing, yeah, don't focus on it so much. You're going to kill yourself. Yeah. But the balance of, yeah. well, you still want to achieve that goal. So, so still trying. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and the third thing, this is huge for me, uh, is support. So in terms mm. of support from you, um, mainly you. I'd say in a work environment, whenever I feel stressed, we go for a walk and we talk about it and I feel way better after because we, you know, you support me and say, well, let's try this and this and then that works usually. Hmm. Um, so that having someone, and even if you're listening to this and you're, maybe you're on your own, you're like a sole trader or you haven't got that much support around you, try and find someone, even if it's someone else in the industry or someone else you trust or another business owner that you can speak to and have those conversations because I find... 
we're part of kind of agency nomics which is a community run by uh spencer and pete who wrote a book called agency nomics uh <laughs> and um i always find i'm going to an event in london tomorrow actually mm. with a load of other agency owners and we've gone to various ones in the past. And when I have conversations with those agency owners and we discuss like, oh, what's gone mental in your business before? Mm. Oh, this one time, you know, everyone wanted to quit because of this thing happened. And you can have those conversations that then help you understand how other people have dealt with it. So that when it happens to you, you're like, oh, those guys who are, you know, doing really well dealt with it this way. And you can learn from other people's experiences. Yeah. I think I need to learn. Like, oh, I'm very fortunate to have your support, like mm. you said. But... Actually, I think it's quite challenging to rather than try and just deal with things yourself to actually speak about it. Yeah. And I even need to do that more. So I still just try and deal with a mm. lot of things in my own head. Yeah. Whereas, um, yeah, certainly I need mm. to be more proactive and be like, I'm going to talk about this. I think on the note of being proactive, mm. there was a really interesting podcast I listened to. Steve Bartlett's podcast, the Diary CEO, I mentioned it various times. One of the episodes he talks, he talked about stress and how people deal with stressful situations and emergencies. Yeah. And he gave this analogy of a fire. And I, I thought it's a really interesting perspective of looking at how people deal with stress. Mm. So imagine we're here now yeah. and this table sets on fire. Oh shit. Yeah. Right, no, wait, don't, don't, we don't deal with it yet. I'm going to oh, tell you the different ones. on fire. So there's a fire there. Right. So there's a few different ways people deal with that. One, some people, um, just point at the fire and say, the table's on fire. The table's on fire. Right. The table's on fire. Yeah. Like pointing at the problem and just like pointing it out. Other people will just, um, just like be still and not know what to do and just panic and like be shocked and like just stand there and burn basically. So they're thinking the they're table's like, on fire, but they're just frozen. Like panicking in their mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, other people will just run away. Like there's, there's a fire there. Classic like flight response. Yeah. Fight or flight. I'm surviving. See you later. And then, and then some people will say, will in their mind think, right, there's a fire there. How do we solve this problem? Look around for a fire extinguisher, put the fire out. Right. That's someone who's proactively dealing with a problem or a stressful situation rather than running away or put... Like the biggest mm. and most common one that people do is they point at the fire and say, there's a fire. Interesting, yeah. Guys, there's a fire, there's a fire. It's like... You yeah, know, we can all smell it and feel the <laughs> yeah, heat. Yeah, um, but really, what you and 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 Steve Bartlett on his podcast spoke about the people in terms of establishing leaders within your business who who can really bring the business forward. Mm. You need to be finding the people who are going and getting the fire extinguisher to put out the fire. That's they're the they're the leaders within your business that you want to really build interesting up. in a business context because there's lots of problems that you have to overcome. So it's basically yeah. You, a fire is like some people example. that go there's a problem that's <laughs> shit look at that there's a problem yeah. there's a problem mm. and like saying other people that are just thinking there's a problem over there <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a problem other oh. people there's a problem and i'm then, running away from that yeah 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 <laughs> see you later <laughs> i don't want to deal with that <laughs> and then like saying those that are quietly thinking How i know can there's we overcome that problem. this problem yeah that's really interesting mm. and i i guess it's not as black and white we've probably all got levels of those responses yeah so some of us might be partially i'm gonna yeah. try and solve that and partially frozen like, like oh I'm not i've sure. definitely run away from problems before yeah. i've definitely pointed at a problem and said there's a problem i've done all of them <laughs> but i guess if you understand that analogy and next time there is a problem try and be the person who's who proactively solves it rather than mm. points at it or runs away 
or just stand, stands by it and carries on. Yeah, I think being aware of that is really good because you can try and identify if you're going, there's a problem and <laughs> yeah. not doing anything. I think that is the most common one when you analyse yourself. You know, I do yeah. it a lot. There's a problem. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's really interesting. Yeah. So there, that was that's my kind of uh, how I deal with stress and my little story for you. Nice. Are there any other times? Because I spoke a lot about my experience previously about my most stressed experience when I was mm. younger. Um, do you have any real intense yeah. stress yeah. moments? Yeah. 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 I know exactly the one okay. <laughs> which I've spoken about before, but it was when I worked at Enterprise before this, when I got promoted twice within eight months of being there and was managing a team of eight and 250 cars. And I was way out of my depth. Mm. Did not have the, I was promoted way too quickly and I basically had to come into work. And when my manager, I was assistant manager. And when my manager went away, I didn't have his support. Mm. So I was just responsible for this eight staff, never managed anyone in my life, uh, for these people coming into the branch saying, where's my car? I've booked it this morning. And I was like, yeah. shit, I haven't got a car and sourced one from another branch to get to you. So haven't got a car for you. Sorry. And them hating and screaming at me. It's that thing I said about feeling out of control, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That completely Totally of- the control thing. Oh man, and that was the most horrible. And like I said before, I ended up quitting and moving home and having a bit of a breakdown. But interesting yeah. as um, business owners or employers as well, thinking how can we make sure we don't put our team into a situation where they feel like they've got responsibility and they don't have the ability to mm. do the job well enough? Because yeah. we both know how horrible that has. Yeah, obviously we've got fairly extreme examples, but mm. you don't want anyone even getting near to no. that feeling, do you? No. Um, so I think that's definitely something to consider. You, yeah. You're not going to get the best out of your business if you're doing that to people and they're going to quit. I guess we need to just look out for the signs of stress, like yeah. the things that we've said and try and support, be supportive. And yeah. Um, but we're like we say, we're not perfect and we're going to continue to try and apply this stuff we've said today. And definitely. This is our good therapy set. Yeah. Session. <laughs> if anyone's listening, bonus. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say in summary on stress, um, if you're happy and healthy, and your family are happy and healthy, um, try and think that nothing else really matters. So that's all right. Uh, if if they're not, or you're not happy and healthy, then stress about that, probably. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Mm. Um, not stressing about hitting your Q4 profit target for some business or yeah, yeah perspective. And uh, <laughs> please, any business anchors that try the no thank you method, <laughs> um, let me know. Do you know what I love as a final point? I love the business anchors that email me that message on and comment on our stuff, these little random things that we talk about. Like, remember that one time where you, at the end of an episode, you were like, whoever messages me this thing, I'm going to send them a pizza. Yes. Yeah, got random messages about that. Nice. Little things. So, yeah, please do. Um, and also to share the podcast with your friends if you think they'll find this interesting. Just message me saying, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and no, the, one final thing, sorry. I keep saying one final thing. Sometimes, because we, we produce so many episodes, I forget the references. So yep. people are saying stuff to me and I'm like, well, well I can't remember what that was about. <laughs> the guy that won the pizza said to me, can I have a pizza? And I was like, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> and then he was saying, remember? Am I the first one? And I was like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? So yeah, I can relate to that. We record too many podcasts, but we'll try. If, if you say no thank you to me, I'll try not to be rude. But I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.